Hi, friends, and welcome to the Homeschool Journal. Today, we are going to do a two-part podcast. We have so much to cover in grades three through six. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about all of our curriculum in those grades, the trajectory of the curriculum in those grades, and what it is that we want to accomplish developmentally and within the skills of the students that you are training at home. Now, to do this with me today, we're going to have Michelle Tiefertiller, who is our Director of Primary Education both for Memoria Press and the Classical Latin School Association. Now you say primary, but let me tell you, Michelle has many years of experience across all the grades of our curriculum, including the years that her students, her own students, spent time here at our model school in Highlands Latin School. So stay with us today for just part one, which is grade three. It's a big leap, a great and wonderful developmental year. And I look forward to talking to Michelle about this. We're gonna jump into our podcast. Welcome to the Homeschool Journal, a show that unpacks the joys and journeys of the classical homeschool family. Here's your host, Carrie McGraw. Okay, friends, so today we're here again with my friend, Michelle. Michelle, thank you for being with us. Of course, I'm delighted to be here. Well, you know, I had hearkened back to our K-2 episode that we did in season one, and that was all about those critical skills in the primary years. And we are here now. We're going to jump off of that. We're going to take that next leap, literally, into (laughs) third grade, Mm -hmm. almost literally (laughs) into third grade, and talk about grades three through six. You know, we're finishing out these grammar school years, (laughs) and they're, they're just as important, and yet... Parents can feel still some trepidation in these years, some confusion in these years. So what we want to do today is focus on these four grades. And as we go through them, uh, Michelle and I have some some notes here with us. And we have to today because it's a lot of material. Right. We don't want to forget anything. No, I don't want to forget anything. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, I think I've made jokes about my age. I won't do (laughs) yours, but I can forget everything. And if it's not written down, that's going to put me in trouble. But um, so in our notes, we have the list of all the curriculum. Mm -hmm. So when we go through each grade, I'm going to take us through or you'll kind of help me list Mm -hmm. all of our curriculum. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we're going to talk about what we want out of these students academically and developmentally, these goals for each of these grades. Okay. So starting with the third grade, I think you and I would both agree it's a big leap year. It is a big leap year. And um, we are transitioning from that primary school um, to the grammar school. So the jump is big. And I don't think there's anyone who's used our curriculum that has been like, has said, Third grade's no big deal. Yeah, it's right. it's just an easy transition from second grade because it is a big jump. It is. We go from only having quizzes really in spelling, and we have a few in, in prima if you're doing Latin in second grade. If you're doing Latin. If you're second, doing right. Latin in second grade. So they just have a few subjects in which they are actually doing a quiz or a mm-hmm. test mm-hmm. to almost every subject has, has a quiz or test right. in third grade. And not only that, some of the subjects have unit tests or end of the year cumulative test. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's quite different. It's quite different. And um, you're not just learning the tools of reading and writing. You're also learning how to, how to, to deal with that information, how to uh, use these tools that you've learned. You know, I've said that parents at all times when you're homeschooling, you are training a student, mm-hmm. you know, even if you're pre-K. And we talked about that in that previous K to two episode uh, last season. You know, you're training a student all the time, but 
third grade is where that student is learning the skills to start training themselves. Now, just beginning. Yeah. It's just yeah. the very beginning. Mm-hmm. But you're right about that big leap in the curriculum. And I think, honestly, I think a homeschooler would find that in any curriculum. It's very poignant in mm-hmm. classical, you know, mm-hmm. um, homeschooling. Um, but, you know, the the beautiful thing about that leap into third grade is you start seeing the full trajectory of the Memoria Press curriculum. And it's really exciting. There may be some trepidation, but it's mm-hmm. really exciting mm-hmm. as well. So let's let's get into, um, let's list this okay. third grade curriculum, okay. okay? And we've got to pull our lists out here, okay. right? <laughs> so where do, where do we start here in our core curriculum for third grade, Michelle? We're going to start with literature. So um, literature is going to be all chapter books, you know, coming off of second grade where we ended the year with Little House in the Big Woods and then the Beatrix Potter set. We're going to begin the year in chapter books and uh, we're going to continue with Farmer Boy, which the students are familiar with those characters Mm -hmm. from second grade. But the chapter books get progressively more challenging. Mm -hmm. So Farmer Boy to Charlotte's Web. Uh, both familiar stories to Paddington, mm-hmm. familiar characters, um, and then Mr. Popper um, right. by the end of the year. So challenging chapter books that are, you know, advanced. Mm-hmm. Um, it is if, a leap. It yeah, is a leap it, for it parents is a, to expect that. It is a leap. And so um, we don't want parents to get discouraged, but just knowing that leap is coming and that you can uh, take your time with those books. Right. Take your time with the literature. Your child may still be... Uh, needing some help decoding here mm-hmm. and there. So they'll need pronunciations here and there, which is fine. Um, help them to try to help coach them through that decoding still if they need that. Because they're going to still need it. They, I, mean, I don't want parents to come into third grade thinking, oh, we're going to hit the ground and you're going to read all the farmer book, farmer boys, excuse me, sitting right there by yourself. Yeah. That's that. That's not. You still need to be reading with your child right. at in, in third grade. For a long time, for, not just third grade, fourth, fifth. fifth you know, even, even six. six. You want to listen to your child read. That's right. For portions of their of their books. So parents also shouldn't panic if we're mm-hmm. entering this year and you are still working on the decoding skills. I just want our parents to hear that. Right. That's okay. So let's take a pause from literature just for a second. A bit about that decoding. If they've used our program, they'll kind they'll be able they'll have the tools they need to help their child should they need decoding practice mm-hmm. in those chapter books. Even though we don't lay out phonics anymore no. for you, there will be no help with phonics other than spelling. Um, so, but you'll you'll have the tools you need, right? And that's one of the things that I wanted to just say for a moment here is that we are done with that phonics that that correct. really that structured study of phonics is is over we've introduced them to all the phonograms of english they've had practice reading with them spelling with them dictating them and so really they are ready to just practice 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 reading okay. and using them because they're also going to do in other subjects some more that um you know expository material correct right correct this is where we really start with expository material they read a little bit in second grade a story of great Americans for little of great Americans for little Americans mm-hmm. and patterns of nature. But that was just a little smattering yeah. of information. But you're going to be reading in the Golden Children's Bible in mm-hmm. this year for Christian studies. You'll be reading portions of uh, the mammals text. Um, now, not all of it. Some of it, mom, will, mom or dad or whoever's teaching will need to help mm-hmm. read as well. But they should be reading a little bit in Greek myths, a little bit in the Golden Children's Bible, a little bit in mammals. The point is, um, it's been introduced to them. Mm-hmm. Just just a little bit in in second grade, the end mm-hmm. of second grade, and now is when we really start stepping into it. Again, it's a slow step. Though. It's a slow step. They should not be 
expected to read an entire section on uh, on the mammals or the story of Zeus or any of that. Sure. That they should just read a paragraph or two. Sure. Maybe maybe your child just starts by reading a sentence or two. That's, That's right. okay too. It is. Um, and and then whoever the teacher is reads the rest. But we want them to have that practice of reading expository material, reading for information. It's mm-hmm. it's much more challenging than reading to follow a storyline. Perfect. And and that's we want to spend that time and emphasis on literature. Mm-hmm. But here we go back to the curriculum for third grade. Mm-hmm. So we we've come off of literature, math, math. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Math is going to um, get more challenging this year. We're going to introduce multiplication and division. Now, it's, it's we, we say we introduce it, but really your child has been skip counting all through kindergarten, first and second grade. And so by the time they reach third grade, multiplication isn't new. We're just giving it a different name. We're not calling it skip counting anymore. Right. We're actually using the mathematical signs and we are multiplying and also dividing. So mastery of those two Operations is the biggie for third grade. And you know, I feel every like. one of mm-hmm. my children absolutely had so much fun with multiplication because they had been introduced to it so appropriately. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it starts to click mm-hmm. and they understand, oh, goodness, I do recognize this. I do I can know do this. this. <laughs> and just the sheer joy of the memorization, mm-hmm. which of course is another hallmark of classical schooling mm-hmm. and of course of Memorial Press, but they, they've, they've loved it. You yeah. know, they, they get quite a bit of excitement yeah. out, out of that. And third grade is great in that the, their, the child's memory is still expanding. Mm-hmm. So even third, fourth, fifth, even sixth grade, th- their memorization skills are phenomenal at these ages. So, so um, we want to do, there will be a lot of memorization within the program and that's by design. I could and use a little bit more of that myself. But. The benefits, <laughs> the benefits are excellent. As you, as you mentioned for math, um, you know, growing up, I don't remember skip counting in, in, in school at all. We did not stand, we didn't skip count, but in third grade, we were forced to memorize our math facts and you just had to memorize them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was much harder. By then. So having that natural flow that the program provides uh, into the math at this level is is really absolutely is really Wonderful. great. So then we tar- we Greek might myths. introduce oh. and you don't have to. Right. Mm-hmm. Greek myths is, is an option. Well, we do want to we do want to introduce at least half of it this year. Sure. There are so many components within Greek myths that are key for cultural literacy within so many of the books that this that your student will read um, in some some this year but in fourth grade fifth grade sixth grade you will begin to see um, that that um, those references within your literature so we do want to start introducing the students to the characters of Greek myths the gods and the goddesses their symbols and um, even if we only do half of the program this year that's fine we which do, really helps I mean yeah. if you need to slow it down a little bit you know slow it down right. take your time mm-hmm. with it and um, as long as you're doing it well and you're mastering mm-hmm. the information um, I think that that half of it at this year is is fine and you know, we we also say that you could do half of some of the other subjects that are introduced in third grade as well, which is one of the benefits right. of uh, the Memorial Press moderated program. Mm-hmm. So then we you can also introduce Latin. Yes, we suggest you do. Yes, we exactly. suggest you do. But again, if you want to wait a year. And that's fine, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, you want to do what's best for your family. And some families may say, we're all in. Let's start Latin and Greek myths and we'll get it all done in one year. And then life happens and you find that 
you know, really it, while you were ready to do it all in one year, maybe your child wasn't, or maybe your child was ready. And there are some life things that make you need to, to slow it down. So we do have the option of half a year for the, for several subjects, Greek myths, Latin is one, um, which would be Latina Christiana in this Mm -hmm. year, right? English grammar recitation. Mm -hmm. So the English component, uh, States and Capitals is another one we'd say you could do half of and uh, poet, the Poetry and Timeline program. You right. could do half of those in third grade and then the other half in fourth grade. Okay, so we're still working on cursive in third grade. We are working on cursive and they're practicing in their cursive book, uh, copying States and Capitals, for instance, maybe some Greek uh, gods and goddesses. Um, but the cursive does progress Um through the practice in their books. And this is the year that we really want cursive to become very natural. Mm-hmm. Um, the primary, by the end of the year, I think it's the mm-hmm. primary form of writing, you know, um, in, in manuscript kind of really falls off. Yeah. Um, manuscript has been gone. Yeah. So so cursive is really very mm-hmm. important in third grade. It's going to set you up well for what's to come. Not only is it going to set you up well, but it's going to relieve a lot of hand fatigue because in third grade the the amount of writing that we do really increases and cursive is necessary and so cursive helps Mm -hmm. to um, not only the student to relieve some of that hand fatigue that can happen from writing but also allows them to write more right well and fast and, and, and get more done yes so okay so now we start also introducing um composition Yes, we do. So we suggest all things fun and fascinating in third grade, which is a uh, writing program by um, IEW that covers the uh, keyword outlining. Mm-hmm. So it is a great introduction to composition and third grade is the perfect uh, Time place for that. that. Yeah, Absolutely. because in the primary grades, we really don't want students composing anything. Their spelling isn't great. They don't have a lot of life experience and they don't really have a lot of interesting things to say at that point because they don't have a lot of life experience. It's just hard for them. And so we can eliminate any of their stress at having to come up with something to say um, by waiting, by just holding off writing and composition really until third grade. Right, right. Okay, so then you've already mentioned, we talked about poetry and timeline. And I think these are some of the really neat things that we step into in third grade. Again, Mm -hmm. hearkening back to the fact that it's a leap, Mm -hmm. you know, and when we introduce timeline, this new concept for Mm -hmm. children that is, I think, very developmentally important. Mm -hmm. The other thing that we do is, you know, we we introduce a lot of the guidebooks. They start to see the pattern of the guidebooks that they're going to continue to use. Right. And they're similar. So the format for their Christian studies uh, workbook and the format for their science workbook will be very similar in their Mm -hmm. Greek myths workbook. Mm -hmm. They'll have facts to know and and vocabulary and then comprehension questions. So it's they'll begin to see the format and and students love knowing how something is going to go. So they love that. Dependability. Dependability. Dependability of where they're going and Mm -hmm. how they're going to get through the material. Mm -hmm. So they're not, it's not only that they're, they're just learning new material, but they have a place to put it Mm -hmm. and they know where it's going to go and they know the structure by which they're going to be learning it. And that is comforting, I think. Right. And, and built into the teacher's manuals for those subjects, especially for Greek myths, I know that they have uh, indicated in the teacher manual, which questions in which vocabulary will be on the quizzes and the tests that the right. students 
will be taking. And so that's not so that we're studying towards those towards those tests or quizzes. It's to help train the students how to study. So Mm -hmm. what we're doing is we're actually showing them that when you have a scope of material, there are going to be, you don't have to know everything in that scope of material. There are ways to pick out the most most important things. And so we're, we're just like everything else. We're showing them what are the most important things in the, in these chapters and this, uh, these, these words and questions. And again, that dependability, Mm -hmm. knowing what's coming and understanding the format by which we're going to learn and attack the material. Exactly. Okay. So we've talked about the material and we've talked Mm -hmm. about the curriculum, but, and I know I'm going to say this, I, we're going to end up spending most of our time here on third grade because it is that big of a pivotal year. It's Mm -hmm. a pivotal year in material and curriculum. It's a pivotal year though, developmentally. Um, So let's talk a little bit more about the specific skills that we see our students stepping into in this year. Okay. So let's start with reading. So when the student is reading at this level, we, we know it's still developmental and they may have some uh, decoding uh, needs still, mm-hmm. but they are, they're reading their oral reading should have more expression by this stage. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're not having your child read out loud, start it's, it's, there's no time better to start than now. So have them read out loud and practice reading with expression because that's how they're going to get expression is by hearing it read with expression. So when you're reading out loud to your child, read with Use expression. expression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, in the primary grades, we over express for that very purpose mm-hmm. uh, as a model. So um, reading with expression uh, is expanded and um, the comprehension discussions are important because we're ask- answering comprehension questions. And as the child progresses from third through sixth grade, the discussion is going to become more critical, the discussion before it the is. answer. So it's not just what's the answer write it on a board and copy it anymore. We're still having that format, yes. but the discussion needs to be more involved robust. and it, it, robust. robust. Great and, word. And, and, that's, yes. and, and each year you should see a progression. And then I know yes. we're jumping forward a little bit, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, this is the beginning. Again, mm-hmm. we're at the beginning of this. And mm-hmm. so, you know, orally discussing those comprehension questions, I think, and treated always uh, almost more important than how many they actually wrote mm-hmm out. Right. Um, I know maybe they I'm, need to write a few. They, they still oh, no, need they to be do. writing some. They really must because the sentence structure, mm-hmm. utilizing sentence structure is just as important of a skill mm-hmm. and answering in complete sentences. This is where we really start that heavy expectation to give me, give mom, the teacher, a mm-hmm. complete sentence for this answer. I'm mm-hmm. using part of my question in my answer. So, um, but it all stems from Good discussion. discussion. And mm-hmm. because you're doing comprehension questions in many of these subjects, that discussion is going to be important. Absolutely. So um, and then their their cursive needs to be lovely and, and legible. legible. And and they're at an age now where they can actually look at their writing and say, hmm, is this my best? So before you just accept a workbook, ask you know, is this your best writing? Have you, have you looked over your work with a critical eye? Have you made sure you have, you started every sentence with an uppercase letter? Do you have an end mark? Mm-hmm. Is your penmanship what you want it to be? And it's okay. I, I wouldn't do this all the time, mm-hmm. but I did do this. You know, <laughs> if something was submitted <laughs> to mom that wasn't acceptable, either in sentence structure or in mm-hmm. legibility, mm-hmm. it had to be rewritten. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't make them rewrite an entire lesson by any means, but there had to be some type of accountability to mm-hmm. 
mom knows this wasn't your best work. So we're mm-hmm. going to take this sentence mm-hmm. and we're going to rewrite this. Mm-hmm. And it might've been on a separate notebook paper because I didn't want it messy in the book or right. any messier than it might've already been. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. And, and I think it's, it's fine to set that expectation high and to know that at some point you will need to say, this is not acceptable because a child will give you Sometimes just the very that's right minimal to see what you do. <laughs> they are pushing the envelope or testing they can. the envelope, right? They can. Okay, so what about recitation? So they still need, there's recitation in many of our subjects. Of course, that's part of our model, recitation, mm-hmm. review, introduction of new material and comprehension questions. So recitation should still be an important component. Take it seriously. Don't just allow them to lay on the floor and recite. I would say to have recitation be kind of formal. I I know we don't like the word formal, but (laughs) have them stand up um, and have them stand up straight. Be sure that they are enunciating their words. Um, Even your students that are very good with recitation, those students sometimes are harder to rein in because they want to go so fast. Um, OST, Mustisunt, or they start rolling through those Latin endings. And my old ears can't hear that fast. (laughs) So slow them down. Have them slow down to a pace that is a good pace. Right. And so especially with things like poems that they're reciting or memory verses that they're reciting, um, the recitation is no good if they are going through it so fast that no one can enjoy or ponder the words they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're saying. And, you know, it culminates in sixth grade with Horatius at the bridge. If they are flying through that, you, it, it just is not good. They need to hear and be able to recite Mm-hmm. slowly and carefully. I, I We had um, recitation. We held recitation for grandparents. So they that had is a wonderful to, idea. They had to practice, you know, so that mm-hmm. grandparents mm-hmm. could enjoy mm-hmm. and understand. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so, right. All right. Let's keep going. So some of the other skills that we've got here, they're going to accomplish our states and capitals. Mm-hmm. Right. You need to be able to find all of those on the state. Know the capital. Identification. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spelling. We get, we, we'll give a little bit on spelling yes. this year, but when we go over this in fourth grade, the spelling will. needs to be there. So some of your students, the natural spellers, they'll get it this year. That's great. Doesn't mean you don't have to do it next year. Right. Right. But, but if we don't have spelling, if we don't have there, spelling, that's OK. okay. We're going to mm-hmm. revisit that. OK. Mm-hmm. And then what else are we studying we're, for tests? We're learning how to study for a unit test. So that's different than a, a quiz where you learn a small uh, chunk of material that you're then quizzed on on Friday. Um, that's great. But but we have unit tests where we have five chapters at a time mm-hmm. that we have a review test for. So the child needs to learn how to not only learn that chunk of material for that week, but then also to review last week's chunk or maybe up to four weeks worth of chunk uh, of material. So they need to practice that that review um, and learn that to study for a large test, you've got to have a daily review of past material, maybe not daily, but surely weekly review of mm-hmm. past material um, to stay fresh. This is so key. This is the, again, we're, this is why we're spending a lot of time on third grade because this is the beginning of how we are continuing to train our students to be students. Mm-hmm. And this type of training in study skills mm-hmm. is really important mm-hmm. and comes into play 
for the rest of their duration as a student, even going into college. Right. You know, this is something that is a foundational mm-hmm. year and a foundational skill uh, that we've introduced it mm-hmm. previously mm-hmm. with, I think, recitation, going back to recitation, you know, mm-hmm. continuing to um, harken back to all the things that we have memorized mm-hmm. um, in, in K-2. We do some of that. But here in third grade, now you're doing it for assessments. Yeah, for an assessment. That's right. And you're right. This do, this is a, this is the beginning of a practice of a skill that they'll use the rest of their lives. You know, um, I love index cards. It's great mm-hmm. to have them, you know, use index cards as practice for their vocabulary. I know today we have Quizlet, which is a great tool, but it's not I, the same, oh, it's not the it's same not as the when same. you write it. And I'll tell you that my adult children in college, they will still make flashcards. So do mine. On index cards. So do mine. Um, so it's, and, and take paper notes. Yeah. It's just yeah. It really well. Okay, mm-hmm. folks, if you want to go back to the importance of writing, mm-hmm. you can listen to mm-hmm. one of the podcasts mm-hmm. in season one with Miss Hatfield, mm-hmm. you know, not only on cursive writing, but what it does for the brain. Right. You know, it is so important. Okay. So one of the last big things in third grade mm-hmm. um, makes everybody groan and that's grammar. Grammar. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't make you, you groan, but I know it makes a lot of I parents love grammar. Groan. <laughs> you know, but, but if you started um, Latin with us back in mm-hmm. second grade with Prima, this won't be such a big issue um, because in Prima, we study the parts of speech in English so that when they actually begin the formal study of Latin in third grade, they already know those parts of speech. They're mm-hmm. just getting more practice with them. Now, they didn't master them by any means in second grade, but they were familiar with them. Um, so we we get more practice with them. Plus, if you think about capitalization and punctuation, we've been since first start reading in kindergarten, working on how do you end the ways you can end a sentence um, and various punctuations through punctuation marks through copybook program. Mm-hmm. We, t- we talk about colons and semicolons. And um, of course, they don't have perfect use of them, but they know what they are. They're not completely right. foreign to them. Um, but so some of that, some of the um, topics that will be covered in English grammar recitation are not new. They are things that have been infused in the program in previous subjects. But again, they've been put, they're being put into a new uh, learning format, Mm -hmm. um, more formal. Right. You know, than what it is that they've had before. It's recitation. Right. (laughs) So. Right. And, and then, and then they're using it and they're, they're writing it Mm -hmm. on the page. Uh, So it's engaging all of these learning senses and needs Mm -hmm. um, and for things that they really do need to memorize and really do need to just retain so that they use properly. So it does begin that grammar uh, study. Mm -hmm. We do begin that. Mm -hmm. And, and like you said, you know, if they've used Prima, Mm-hmm. They've been introduced. Mm-hmm. But but what about the family that that hasn't? You know, we've chosen to just mm-hmm. kind of hold off on Latin maybe a little mm-hmm. bit. We don't want to hold off for very long. <laughs> that's a core. Mm-hmm. But what about that family that has hold, held off a little bit? Well, that's okay. You, you can still begin the um, English grammar recitation program with level one where we just cover, you know, capitalization, punctuation and... Uh, But much beyond that, really, English grammar recitation was designed to work in chorus with With the Latin Latin. program. That's right. So if you are if you are deciding not to use Latin, I would say you probably need to supplement with an additional English grammar program Mm -hmm. and and not just rely totally on English grammar recitation. That's something that we will work with families on. Sure. We have lots of ideas. That's right. We have lots of ideas. You know, families that jump in in the middle, um, we are always willing to sit and Mm -hmm. work with them and see how we can um, make that transition in 
much more smooth mm-hmm. um, and make sure that we are, you know, going back and, and so just solidifying anything that it is that they might not already have. Right. Um, and taking the time to do so. And, and mm-hmm. families, I hope, would, would not be. We'll still try and sell them that. on the Latin, though. Oh, well, I'm we'll not. Still no, that's no joke. That's no joke. <laughs> because when there's when there's a best way, there's a there's a best way to learn English grammar. And the best way is to study Latin. Correct. Um, so let's talk about just for a second before we go on to fourth grade, okay. uh, because this is a question I have that um, while it applies to every grade, if you are you find yourself um, needing to, as I call it, take a pause. Mm-hmm. Um, mom has had a new baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been an illness in the family. Mm-hmm. You know, something that just throws life, uh, you know, off kilter. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the core things? If you've got to pause and slow down for a period of time, mm-hmm. what are the things we really, really need to focus on and, and not lose ground in? Mm-hmm. Um, and yet there are others that can just be set aside for a period of time. So, right. So the things that you don't want to that you want to continue working on, even when times are hard or mm-hmm. when you need to let some of the um, other things go, go, keep up with your literature, your literature, your math mm-hmm. and Greek myths. Okay. Um, and that's if you're not doing Latin. Okay. I would stick Latin in there too. I would too. Um, so, because they're going to be doing cursive in those programs. So you wouldn't really, you could drop the cursive for a, for a period of the time. Formal, the yeah. Formal the formal cursive. cursive right. Um, the timeline, you know, you can, you can you drop, can catch, you can up, on catch that. up on that mm-hmm. states and, and capitals. You can catch up on that too, and, but and you can catch up on EGR or the English grammar recitation right. at this stage, right. at this right. stage, you really can. But, but your literature, your math, your your Greek myths okay. and your Latin, you want to continue, try to continue those four things. And that shouldn't take a, a, a large portion of your time. And I want to say to a parent, if that means in that time that, you know, you're not testing in these subjects, mm-hmm. particularly maybe Greek myths, mm-hmm. you know, it's OK. Yeah. Um, really, life is very important mm-hmm. and harmony in the family is is very important and yeah. making sure that all the little ones around you or the bigger ones around mm-hmm. you are well taken care of. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us today for part one of our grades three through six studying the grammar school years. I hope that you feel encouraged and equipped to challenge the third grade year after our time spent with Michelle today. Don't forget to come back and visit with us for part two, which we will release very soon and we will cover grades four through six to round out our grammar school years. Thanks for being with us again here on the Homeschool Journal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Homeschool Journal. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever else you get your podcasts. If you like our episodes, consider leaving us a positive review and sharing it with a friend. Help us to find more friends to join our homeschool family. I want to give a huge thank you to the Memoria Press Podcast Network for hosting our show and ask that you check out all of our great podcasts there. As always, I'm Carrie McGraw. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Memoria Press Podcast Network, providing a classical Christian perspective on the world of education. To learn more about Memoria Press, visit memoriapress.com. To connect with us, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.